Hey, hey, this is the Sounds on Vinyl Show, the only show on the planet that will make your ears bleed. My name, as always, is Phil Boyer, and that dude sitting next to me is none other than Mike Svensson, lead singer of bands Past, Present, Future. And uh, how the hell is it going over there, man? And any updates on the record store? What's going oh, on? Oh, yeah. The record store? Oh, it's, it's, uh, it was. Um uh payday weekend as we call it so oh. so people people went nuts sweet buying a lot of stuff uh, and we had uh i mean i'll talk to I'll talk to you about this before i mean the conversations that i i get to have w- with the people that visit my store fucking insane i mean people it, it's almost like I, I told you before we we um got on air here that I always have stuff going on, and and I told you that I used to be a boxer, mm-hmm. uh, uh, way way back, like some thirty years ago. But but it's 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 sort of like people have stories, and people uh, even people that I know a bit have new stories, and they want to share it. It's sort of like a common ground for for people that love music, but also want to share stories. And it's great, and and people are hanging around. We're listening to music, having a cup of coffee, and 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 shooting the shit. And mm-hmm. and I mean, it's it's great. I sold a lot of cool cool albums, um, stuff that that um, I only I, I mean I've heard of. I mean, we talked about uh, Paul Simon's Graceland, and I I've, I've never been interested in in Simon Garfunkel or or Paul Simon for that matter but but it's it's sort of like when you hear people talk about it how much stuff means to them an album oh i remember and and this guy who bought the Paul Simon uh, Graceland he, he told me a story uh when he was a kid growing up and 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 listened to this album and and it's so profound to listen to cuz it was sort of like the same story that i have with with other albums, and and it's even though um, it's divided between what you like and what you what you don't like, that shit doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me because listening to the story about an album that means so much to a person, I mean that shit is money in the bank right there. <laughs> so it, but it, it's it's great. I mean that people come to the store. Buy stuff, drink coffee, and 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 talk about their memories of of music. So, it was all in good fun. A great yeah. weekend. Great weekend. Awesome. There you awesome. go. So, and if you want to visit the store, I, I I forget to be. I have to be more American about this. You have to visit my store, the Sounds on Vinyl Record Store at Krusigatan Shigatre in Malmo, Sweden. And hook us up at soundsonvinyl.com and you find all the good stuff on there, uh, including right. this podcast. That's right. Including this podcast. Soundsonvinyl.com. Get you ever, yes. get you where you need to be. Yes. That's Do just, it right now. That's it. No, wait a minute, because we got a show. <laughs> we we got a great. show. We're, yeah. we're going to talk about something. There's a big hint in the background of the oh, year yeah. of, oh, yeah. of what we're going to talk about. And and if, if you can guess the cover then then you know what we're talking about and i can't stop smiling so that, <laughs> that's a hint too it's 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 one of mike's uh 
favorite bands and oh yeah we we rarely talk about this band on the show i don't think this <laughs> this band ever gets mentioned really it's it's really strange <laughs> it, it is um, but actually it's it's been a while since we've we've gone through an album with kiss yeah yeah, yeah. so you, you you gave me this this choice this list and it's like hey let's uh you know let's do one of these and i'm like yeah. okay let, let's do hotter than hell and it's yeah. you know why not? And, it, and it's crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy that we never talk about it. So, but but it's it's. Um, I don't know because people um, tend to listen to a lot of the songs, but they they people don't mention this album when when it comes to their favorite. And for people that don't know, it looks like this. You see, it's all it's a, hell. it's a beauty right there. She's a beauty. It's a beauty. And of course, it's a US pressing. I have to say that. <laughs> of course. It's, it's very important. It's very important. It's it's all shiny with silver and, and, and whatnot. And the kabuki makeup and, and all that stuff. Okay, so is this the copy that you listen to or is this the copy that just sits in your collection? And oh, shut up. No, I'm, no, honestly, I mean, I'm curious. I mean, it's... <laughs> Do I have more than one copy? Is that what yes. you're trying to tell me? I know you have more than one copy. You yes. probably have six. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I I actually do. Um, this is not my my go-to because uh, uh, this is more like a, a collector thing. But I have a U.S. copy that that play every once in a while. But I I tend to go through them. I have a, a Japanese one too. Uh, with uh, the OB that's right there. I should have brought that one with me and, and show that one too, because that's really beautiful. But I, t I tend to spin all of my uh, all of my Kiss albums. I I don't. There there is some of them that I take care way better than others. But but uh, I tend to to um, take them up every once in a while and and, uh, um, and spin them because I think there's uh there's life in this. They, they, it, it's a shame that it's only on a, in a in a bookshelf all the time. So, I'm I'm spinning this every once in a while. But all right, so tell, tell, tell this. Yeah, look. tell tell us about this thing. All right, it was released yeah. in what seventy four. Yeah, in October of seventy four, uh, and it, it was produced by uh, Kenny Colonel and Richie Weiss, who did the first album too. A couple of rock and rolls. They 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 wanted producers that uh, knew what they were uh, up against, because um, you know the whole thing with the makeup and 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 whatnot. And it it took. I mean, if you it, look at the time frame with Kiss, uh, um, uh, in December of we don't know ex the exact date, but Lydia Chris. Who was Peter Chris's wife at the time? She has told uh, a story that where we can narrow things down. So in December of 1972, uh, Ace Frehley was the last member to join the band. So as of like January, sometime in in December, January, they became Kiss with the name also. So and they were. Uh, a band called Wicked Lester before that, but in on January thirtieth, 
uh, they did their uh, first show as Kiss uh, at a place called Coventry in Long Island. Um, or it was, oh, fuck me. It, it was Queens. Queens. Fuck me. Coventry. Queens. Yes, Queens. <laughs> Sorry. Queens. Uh, so, um, and the first album came out uh, in February 1974. And seven months later, Hotter Than Hell was being released. So you can see the time frame. So it hasn't gone a year from that that they became a full band. I mean, Kiss, mm -hmm. uh, until they released uh, th their second album. So the time frame was like chop, chop, chop. Uh, since they got signed to Casablanca Records and, and, and so forth. So it, um, they had a plan, uh, Bill O'Coin, their manager, and Neil Bogart, the, the owner of Castlebanker Records. So they saw th something and they wanted to put music out there uh, quite rapidly. So, and, they, and they did. And they did. So it released on October 22nd, 1974. Uh, it only took like four days to record the whole album between, wow. uh, between September and and um, and uh, oh yeah now between August and September sorry so uh, I have to look at my, at my um, my notes here so I I don't do any mistakes I can't do any mistakes with Kiss uh, and there is more to come when when we're going through, as we go as we go as through we go. yes well, yes. well let's start with the first track got to choose yes truck one track what do you think? one. Well, I should ask you <laughs> what you think. Got to choose is is uh, it's a favorite of mine. Is it? Uh, okay. Yeah, it okay. is. It is. See, it is. It, it's what's interesting is I'm I'm not the the Kiss fan that you are. Kiss is one of those bands that I kind of know the hits, mm -hmm. enjoy the hits. You start getting into deep cuts, and it gets interesting for me because. Um, we're going to get to a song that uh, I'm going to mention something and I'm going to shock everybody, I think. And everybody's going to be like, oh, you claim to be a metalhead and you don't know that. But <laughs> it, it'll be it'll be funny. So, you know, a lot of these songs, it was my first time hearing these mm -hmm. songs because yeah. mainly, again, I'm more of listening to the hits and not listening to albums per se. Mm -hmm. So. For me, I'm like, okay, this has got a good groove. Um, kind of has a Thin Lizzy vibe to it a little bit. Um, yeah. It's it's especially in the solo. Um, very raw. This whole record's very, very raw. When you yes. say four days, it sounds like it, but not in a bad way. No. it's It sounds like they just went and they almost like live almost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's what I mean by, you know, it sounds like they just went in there, recorded it and OK, let's do the next one. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking so, of the sound, there there is I mean, there is uh, I, I don't know how many forums there are discussion forums about only about the sound on, on this album <laughs> and why it's so different to the first one and 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 the third one and, and, and whatnot. So. But but it's um, yeah, yeah. My my only complaint with the song is that Gene's bass was a little toned down. Mm -hmm. I feel like we could have heard that a little stronger. I feel like yeah. it would have made that the song a little stronger. But but yeah, 
Mm, yeah, I agree. Uh, and, and speaking of, of Gene's uh, basic uh, baselines, uh, I mean he's he, he's one of of the most underrated bass players uh, on the planet, I think. Because if you listen to stuff that he, I mean, just try to listen to to, to the bass lines that he does, but he he doesn't see himself as as a as, as a bass player. He doesn't it identify himself as a bass player. He identify himself as a songwriter and 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 a singer in in, in Kiss. But there's stuff in there, like you said, it's it's groovy stuff. And and if you listen to only the bass line in, on the first album and uh, on on this one and and Dress to Kill and and later on, you 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 can you can see it. It's there is groove. He he came from. Like uh, I mean the um, the fifties the and and the groovy stuff, the soul and 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 rhythm mm-hmm. stuff. So and he he puts that stuff in there sometimes. So and I yeah. I, I I hear what you're saying. It's it's a groovy song. Mm-hmm. All right, track two, mm-hmm. Parasite. Mm. It's a classic. It's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> I mean, See, every every other drummer that I know have some somewhere somewhere in this universe done that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's something there. See, I would have loved to seen them use this song to kick off the record. Yeah. This would have been a great way to kick off the record. Yeah. Um, now, this is, I have a confession to make, and I have yes. to be honest. Oh, yeah. Right be now. Be honest. This was the first time that I heard this song sung by Kiss. I know this song sung by Anthrax. Oh. Done by Anthrax. Oh, my God. So for me, it was like, holy shit. It's like, I know it's not a cover because this came out like 20 years, 30 years prior, but yeah. it's like, okay, this, it was weird for me because it's like, wait a minute. I fucking know this song. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you haven't I had, listened. I had no idea that Kiss did this song originally. Oh I just my never, God. just never. Yeah. So, um, and, and also being honest, I do like Anthrax version better. It's, it's yeah. a little heavier. It's, it leans more towards towards my taste but yeah. um the solo and the lead up to the solo is way better in kiss's version mm-hmm. i think and even though that we did kiss alive you haven't listened to it on kiss alive i guess i just missed it <gasps> i guess oh, i just well, wasn't i guess it just it went in one oh. I, I don't know oh you ran for a treat listen on your headphones and and put Kiss Alive on and listen to Parasite, the live version. My God, and get back to me with the, <laughs> with the comparison between Anthrax yeah. and, and that one. Yeah. Oh my God, you're in for a treat, buddy. There Woo-hoo! we go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. All right. Going blind. Going blind. Yes. Hmm. There. I mean. I love Kiss. 
Uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I even got a shirt on for this show, even oh, though because you know, I'm sitting way too high. I'm, I have to lower my chair like this. So can you see it? It's yes. like this. Kiss. Yes. Cool. Kiss. Kiss. So um, this is this is how can I say it? Uh, it's a good song. Um, I mean, they did a great job with it. Uh, it's a classic. I've listened to uh, uh, when when Paul and Gene did this acoustic thing on on UK television some years back, um, which was way better uh, because they sing together and and it sounds great. It's a, it's a low point. It's a good song, but if you look at all, all the stuff together, the, it, it's Sort of like, well, it's well. There's there is better songs, but but <laughs> I dig it. I I have to say I dig it still. Uh, it's it's supposed to be in there, but it's I'm I'm. Well, you, you know, know it's, it, it's one of the worst inventions in music, besides country, was the ballad. Yeah. <laughs> and and this is and this is a ballad and ballads yeah. uh, ballads suck let's let's yeah. let, let's be really honest ballads are going for the girls they're not yes. going for they they want more girls to listen and show up to the shows right yes that's what yes. the ballads are for yes and i get it mm. but ballads ruin an album they ruin a show they take all the energy out and this song is one of them. Now, with all that said, I do yeah. think this song set the standard for hard rock and metal ballads. Yeah. You listen to this one and you listen to any from Skid Row to wherever, whatever band in the hair metal band in the 80s, your Bon Jovi, you're going to hear this song. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it I, is. It, it 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 set the it definitely set the standard for for what a yeah. ballad is, and and it's hard for me to 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 put anything down when it, when it comes to Kiss, but but I uh, I mean, it's not a bad song. I get you with with the ballad stuff. I don't agree a hundred percent because I've been a DJ at a rock club, and there is nothing more grateful than than doing. A, doing a ballad and, and all the girls in, in, in one room go, yay, there's a song for me. Let's have a beer. <laughs> so, but, but it's, it's, I know yeah. what you're, I know what you're saying. Uh, and, and, uh, th that was nicely put that this is like the blueprint of, of all the, the, the ballads out there. Cause I, I think I agree. I agree about, about that. So we can blame it's, it's Kiss for all to... the shitty ballads out there. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, I mean, they they got blamed for everything. Yeah, so so they, why they not did. this too? Uh, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, it it's it, ballads are ballads, and like them or not, they they exist. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, it's just what do you what do you say? You know, they're yeah. Uh, 
you you can't but, please everybody, right? I mean, no, and 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 I I know what you mean, cause and and that's what I'm trying to to, to um to get out there, because when you're like twelve or thirteen and you you started out with Kiss Alive, and everything goes with a tempo like bam 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 bam, and then you start and and you backtrack and listen to these records and you're going, what the fuck is going on? What's wrong with the tempo? <laughs> uh, so and uh, so what you uh, do <laughs> yeah what you do and it, it's it's so uh, when you, okay so when you listen to this album and you, you did that a couple of times and and then you go i mean it's it's sort of like i don't know it, i don't know there's stuff in there that shouldn't be the, i think i'm going i mean yeah, but it's sort of like when you come on, when you're like 14, 15 years old, come on, up the yeah. tempo, will you? Yeah. Come on. Let's get to the next song, Hotter Than yeah. Hell Already. Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Come on. So, and moving into the, the, the title track, Hotter Than the Hell. Title. I yes. mean, one of my favorite Kiss songs, actually. Yes. I, I, I love this song. And, uh, you know, but I think it's the best song on the record. It's got that groove, good hook. Oh, yeah. It's dirty. You know, um, yeah. she's going to leave you well done. I love that double entendre, you know? Oh yeah. It's, 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 it's all, I mean, it's just, for me, this is kiss. Yeah. This is kiss right here. Yeah. The, yes. This, this kind of, again, you're talking about the tempo, the tempo, the just everything that this yeah. is. Yeah. When I think of kiss, I, I think of stuff like hotter than hell and yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you've, it, even there, when you listen to the live stuff, when you hear Hotter Than Hell, it's, you know, it's fuck me. <laughs> I, I, I remember still to this day, I mean, the transition going from like, I mean, it, it, was a, it was a bad combo starting out with Kiss Alive. I know that, but that became like my, my first album that I bought with my own money. And I listened to that, I mean, till the fucking album broke in two almost <laughs> uh still got it though um but, but and it's the same thing there you wish that that you could listen to it on on an album but it's the way it sounds here it's still to i i mean when when i i listen to this album once again today and it's sort of like fuck me i i know what what you're I know what's coming. It, it's in there, and it's oh, it's beautiful mm -hmm. stuff. And then you hear fam family go by you when you're sitting there in 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 the sofa with 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 the cover art and trying to to something. And you hear people going back, coming back, and then you know mm -hmm. it's a good song. Yeah. So uh, that's some good stuff right there. Yes, yes. Yes. Mm. Track number five, Let Me Go, a rock and roll. Yes. 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 You want Do me to I. go first? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's it's uh, it's a classic. Now, I will say, and, and people are going to call me out on this, I'm sure, and you'll probably rip me a new one as well, but I feel like the last part of this last half of this album, Mm-hmm. 
has a bit of a country rock vibe going on. Oh, mm. not qu- stuff like um, like Molly Hatchet or not quite like Leonard Skinner or Eagles or stuff like that, but some somewhere like in between all that. Mm-hmm. Like like if those three bands had a three way, I feel like this album would be the result. Maybe yeah. And starting with "Let Me Go Rock and Roll," you think? Yeah, I feel like it's got like it's a it's it's good oh. old fashioned rock and roll, yeah. but um, it, it, it's it's got like a hmm, like a Johnny B. Good vibe. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a little bit of like the blues, country. Like I I could hear this song walking down the street in Nashville, oh, if okay. you will, right? Uh-huh. Where there's still mm-hmm. like a there's still rock in Nashville. It's primarily country, yes, but. Yeah. You, you got a lot of that country rock going yeah. as well down there. Yeah. Not enough, but the, the, there's some. And I feel yeah. like this album, as I'm listening to the rest of this album, I'm thinking, yeah, I could hear some band playing this kind of stuff like in, in Nashville or something. It's got. Yeah, that I, I, of, I, I get or, you when we when we do the next one and and uh, the, the last three. I, I, I get that, but I don't get it with with Let Me Go Rock and Roll. No, I, 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 no. I, I don't See, and I thought it. it was odd because it's got rock and roll in the title. Yeah, and yet I, I'm I'm hearing this light country rock Johnny B. Good, which I guess is more blues than than yeah. country, but it's that and and it's not the sound, line. not the sound on the album that that makes it more country when you hear the snare drum because that's sort of like more. Of yeah, a I mean country. I don't know that that's that that's the kind of I don't know that's what I grew. Yeah. gleam from it i mean that's right. just and i i tend yeah. to hear some weird shit too when i listen to music so yeah that's just me yeah because <laughs> you're you're a weird weird run i mean yeah, no, and i'm, I'm a weird run so yeah so, but okay. but yeah, that, yeah. Cool and, and you're american on top of that so <gasps> yeah i got i got all that going oh, on against me i got oh, a lot of stuff against me oh my bad <laughs> all right so uh, uh a quick story about this one this one was called baby let me go from the beginning mm-hmm. and it's it's sort of like it was a, a song that was written before the first album mm. it, it actually was played on the very first show on on january 30th of 1973 and and it was called baby let me go there was a slight mm. difference in 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 but it's sort of like the same song so there we mm. go. All right. So, yes. There we go. All the way. Mm-hmm. Track six. All the way. Yeah. Uh, it's getting hairier for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I do like. I do love. I I do love this album. Uh, it, it's 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 hard because there there is stuff that that I mean it's when you have such passion for a group that I do with Kiss. It's it's sort of like every every record has its face and its place in time. And and I'm looking I'm so freaking nerdy, so I'm looking at the evolution of it. So mm-hmm. I can get why why cause because I mean the best thing except for Kiss Alive though, the best thing ever recorded in a studio with Kiss, it's the first demo that they 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 did with Eddie Kramer, 
um, so and that's like the best thing ever <laughs> on, on tape because they, they just went in there and and they just let it rip no producers no nothing i don't even know there's speculation that eddie kramer wasn't actually in the room he, he was sort of like he's he's coming and going with different productions in rooms on electric lady he was there but the, there was another engineer that d- did like the the levels of it so uh, and it's i mean mm-hmm. fuck me that that's some great stuff uh so uh, all the way good song a bit if if you're going with the country vibe i i, I can hear you uh, yeah, country rock. If you know what, if, if you, yeah, if you will, yeah, it's got some country rock. It, it, what's interesting though about Kiss in general on this on this record, but really specifically for the last half of this record, they they have this like sort of good old fashioned rock and roll kind of with a slight country rock lean to it, mm-hmm. but when the solo kicks in, yeah, it's a completely different song. It's yeah. a completely different sound, and I think this song is is like that. Um, the opening is really cool. I, I I like the opening. It's different, um, but yet it's it's still Kiss. Mm-hmm. It's still Kiss. Like you still know, like before anything happens, you still know that it's Kiss. Yeah, for it just has that sound. And so. it, it's funny because we can do a connection between what you say with country, because the Wicked Lester, the band that Paul and Gene had. Uh, way before uh, Peter and, and Ace joined the band, it was sort of like country, bluegrass, rock and roll thing. I mean, I mean, they did stuff all over the place. Uh, so, and and it, I don't, I don't know if if that's something that that they took with them, and that's what you're hearing. I I I couldn't say that uh, I can hear country in there because because I can't. But but <laughs> I I listened to this album in a way different way that than you have throughout the years. Right. Uh, but I can get what you're saying. I, I don't impose and, and cause there is a, a vibe, a, a country vibe, as you say. Yeah. Well, and, and let's go to the next track watching you because I yes. feel like what you were just saying with wicked Lester, yeah. I think that really pops it up in this song. I mean, this is, this is an interesting song Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's a little, they, they took all the, the music mm-hmm. in 1973, 1974, and they put it in this song there. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of disco feel in there. There, there's some country rock, there's some blues, oh, there's yeah. some pop, there's some rock. I feel like there's, it, it, it's really interesting how they took all these influences and crafted this song again i tend to hear some weird shit sometimes but yeah. um you know i i also at the same time with all of that i hear a little bit of early priest mm-hmm. yeah you know you talk about an evolution of a band priest really evolved from their early days to the 80s yeah. and what they are now mm-hmm. and and I, I do hear like a little in the main riff there's a little bit of of early priest uh, mm-hmm. i hear so yeah. um yeah it's this is more heavier for me i mean i Mm -hmm. i i love this track i mean it's um it's one of my favorites on on this album uh besides god the shoes and 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 parasite and hotter in hell so uh watching you is it's in there too 
And it's also uh, been played since before the first record live, um, as it's as as you you hear it here on on this album. Uh, so, and I think it's way heavier, more rock and roll. Uh, I hear, hear bits of Stones in there, mm. uh, even though it, I, I get the the Judas Priest resemblance. Uh, I never thought about it, but it's sort of like I, I think they came out in about the same time. I think Priest is uh, it's an old band too. I think yeah, I want to say seventy four or something. Yeah, like I want to say seventy three for some reason. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know that that they that there is resemblance that they they listen to one another because I don't think that that be the case at all but mm. i hear more bluesy stuff in in watching you uh and it's really heavy and uh, if you go listen to the kiss alive album it's 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 where it's so freaking heavy yeah, i just so. glanced at my notes and i've yeah. got i hear a little bgs in there as well bgs oh my god and i think that might actually be the first reference to bgs on the show oh but, but I, BGs, I, I wonder which part of this is the BGs. I, I, are we listening to the same song here? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I got some weird bootleg version I listen to. I don't know, man. But no, it, it's it's not it's not prominent. It's it's more of like okay, I can hear a little bit of influence BGs. It's it's not like you hear Andy Gibbs singing or anything on here. But no? it's it, it's sort of like the groove, the groove of the BGs. If you Jeez. will, hmm, that's strange. I mean, what was BGs even a thing in '74? I don't know when the BGs came out. To be honest with you, me neither. But, but well, it's... Kiss was BGs before the BGs were. BGs. Oh come on, stop it! <laughs> right now, stop. Kiss. It. I'm I'm going on record now and saying that Kiss influenced the BGs. <laughs> you should be glad that you're so far away. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to track eight, Mainline. Yeah. Mainline. You had to, to keep keep uh, Peter Chris happy. If I don't get a song on the record, I'm quitting. I mean, I think he quit the band like 106 times up to this album. I shit you not. I mean... Wow. He, the, the, uh, there are so many stories about Peter Chris. It's, I don't know. I, I got a friend of mine who, who's completely in love with Peter because of, of the history of him. I mean, there's so much stuff in there where he goes, he knocks knocks you down and, and, and tries to get up and, and then knock him down again and tries to get up through his career. And, and it's sort of like they would, there is a story just when they get, they started out Well, Lydia, Chris, Peter's wife and, and Paul and Jean went to a Chinese restaurant and he thought it was a good idea to imitate the waiters uh, doing like, oh, like that. Mm-hmm. And and they asked him to stop, and he wouldn't. And and Lydia asked him to stop. And it, this is a guy who did like three hundred bar gigs before 
joining KISS. He was so freaking desperate that on the first audition that he did, uh, their then um, um, manager, Lou Lennett, he, he drove Peter back to his apartment in Brooklyn and he cried, oh, if I don't get this gig, it's, I don't know what I'm going to do. And even though he got the gig, he's still trying to sabotage is been doing that since day one. It's it's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And so the the rumor goes that he said, um, um, from that restaurant, he he if you if you walk out of me, because because they 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 took their their uh their coats and 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 whatnot, then they left the restaurant. And if you leave me, I'll quit the band. And and Lydia sitting there going, what the fuck. I mean, you just cried over not being able to play in a rock and roll band, and now you're on the way to success, and now you're quitting? What the, what's going on? I can't pay the rent anymore by myself. So, And that's Peter. If you leave me, if, if you don't do what I say, and, so, and I demand having a, a, a song on the album. So Mainline and, and the last one, is sort of, it comes from that. And it's you can hear all the sad stuff, because Peter's not um, he's not a a, a, a songwriter, and and it, it, it's barely that. I mean, he's barely a singer, if you know what I mean. He's got now, that uh, wasn't uh, him singing on this though, is it? Uh, oh yeah, it is. Oh, it is him. Yeah, oh, Peter Chris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That okay. Give it to me, Monday. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. For some mm-hmm. reason, it it kind of sounded like Gene, and I'm like, okay, Gene oh. sounds really fucking weird on this, <laughs> and he's got like a freaking Rod Stewart slash Kim Carnes kind of vibe going on with this. Like, what the yeah. fuck's going on? Yeah. I didn't realize it was Peter singing. Okay, yeah. that that makes sense now. See that that shows you my ignorance of of the band Kiss. I I have no idea who's singing what at any given point, but I can hear oh. the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, okay, Gees. all right. Yeah, uh, there we I, go. The Bee Gees. <laughs> the Bee Gees. Okay, God. coming yes. home. Truck number home. nine. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a. Uh, I'm. When I hear this song, I'm I'm only thinking about the unplugged thing that they did back in '95, because that's the opening track that they did, and it sounds freaking awesome on acoustic guitars. Mm. Um, I, I I dig the song. There is something in there, but but fuck me, the country thing it's stuck in my head at at the moment, and it's. Well, yeah, not I, one I, of my favorites, but still. Yeah, there, there's. I, I kind of like the sound around the one minute mark. I've got here yeah. on my notes. Yeah, and it reminded me of something that I can't put my finger on. It is it like kind of has a fox on the run vibe. Oh yeah, you know, sweet but it's not. Run, yeah. yeah, kind of like a sweet sort of. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, it wasn't one of my favorites either. No. Um, but it was, it was a, it was still, it, you know, again, the, this kiss, 
early kiss to me is, is a lot like ACDC. You, you're going to get kiss mm-hmm. one way yeah. or another. Yeah. yeah. It may be a little BG style, but you're going to still get kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And, and, and that's the main thing for me. It's, it's still kiss and I still listen to it. And I, I don't stop and go and what the hell is going on here? What kind of song is that? It's it's sort of like it's it's in there. It's in my DNA. Mm-hmm. Listen to, I mean, it's I don't know. There's something wrong with me, but who cares? All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Strange Ways, last song, track yeah. ten. Yes, that's the same thing, really. Peter needs uh, a song on the album, or he'll mm-hmm. quit. I, I uh, of course I, I I might be totally off, but but it's it's a, it's a, it's that feeling that I I, I have. Yep. I mean it's 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 I don't know what it is. It's is it blues? Is it rock and roll? Is it bluegrass or or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, it's not, know. it's you know for me it was um the the slow temp of this one. It gives it this like anxious or uncomfortable feel to it, if you will. It, it's mm. like it, it's hard to explain, but it's like I don't know. <laughs> and, yeah. and you get into the 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 the, the chorus, and it, it doesn't seem to calm any of that uneasiness that it gives off. It's it's a it's a weird, uncomfortable song, and it's an interesting choice to end the album with. I think, I think so too. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. If we're, if we're going to analyze this, I, I think so too. I mean, they could do so much better. Uh, I mean, but but I'm thinking that they're, they're on the road. I mean, the club days of KISS uh, ended in January of 1974. That's the last time they, they ever did a, a smaller gig. And from that point on, it, it was... There, there were, uh, I mean... If they was weren't like in in be, between like let's say uh, mid February of 1974, around that period of time when when the first album came out and and up to like Kiss Alive, they were openers, supporting act. Sometimes they they were the the headline act and 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 whatnot, and and. Things started to grow so fast for them that I, I bet that they had to go in and record an album because th- this one was recorded in in Los Angeles at the Village Recorder in in Los Angeles, and they had like and they recorded it on four days. But I mean, it was released in October, and they were already on tour when when the album mm-hmm. came out. So it it was like chop 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 chop. They had had to do it and they had to record it. And I I'm guessing that's why the sound is a bit different on this one because mm. they didn't have the time. They didn't have the time to 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 do any fine tuning. And so when Peter goes, I'm leaving the band, and and you can see all all the dough going out of the window, and 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 they all the shows that they got booked, and they say, okay, <laughs> for crying out loud, you can you can have your fucking song. Who cares? Uh, so, so, and I, I think that's why, um, I haven't, I haven't gone 
in deep with with this at all because I I I really don't care for for Peter Chris. I think he's uh he's like Dave. He's a whiny little bitch. He had the chance when he got back in into Kiss in 1996 and and he he blew it like Ace did because mm -hmm. they're they're both junkies. I mean it's it's crazy. I mean they they didn't have a career after Kiss. I mean Peter Chris left the band in 1980 and Ace was out in 1982 something like that and they didn't have a huge career after that and said we're we're, we're fine on our own we could do whatever we want cuz we're Peter and Ace from Kiss but who were they outside of Kiss they were nobodies cuz they 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 were doing so much so much drugs so they i mean some sometimes they couldn't even stand up mm. so and it, and it's nuts to to see that go to waste. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at, but but it's sort of like they had to to do this rapidly, this album. Uh, so and and speaking of rapidly, how many songs did you think survive into the live set from this album? How many how many songs were added to the live set? From this album? From this album, yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I would no. have to say, let me see. Obviously, Hotter Than Hell. Oh, yes. Parasite. Yes. Um, Maybe Got to Choose. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. So is is there more? Yeah, uh, but I, I uh, of the newer ones, I mean, Let Me Go Rock and Roll was on already in the set. Okay. Yes. Uh, since they did it like in 73 so it's it's leftovers from the club period but on on the newer songs that they wrote for this album it's only got to choose parasite and hotter than hell that made it into the set oh okay yeah wow so and they tried uh some of them uh but it didn't work didn't work at all so it, it it's like you said it's it, it uh, i mean you gotta have the tempo because if you listen to uh, a Kiss show from from the seventies, it's sort of like it's tempo, 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 tempo. There's no, there's no ballad. There's no down point in in. Of, I mean, the, it's it's watching you that it's mm -hmm. more like down tempo. And and if you listen to the live version, it's it's not even a down tempo song. Mm -hmm. But if you had to go there, it it's. So uh, of the new songs they they wrote for this album, it's got to choose "Parasite" and "Hotter in Hell." So because since uh, "Let Me Go Rock and Roll" was already in the set in '73, and "Watching You" also, so right. those are the three songs that survived. Wow! There we go. Uh, yes. Fun facts. Fun facts. Yes. Fun facts. There we go. Hotter than hell rating. Overall rating, or should I? I should, probably shouldn't ask you that because you're going to give it a ten <laughs> out of ten anyway, just because it's Kiss. You're not going to yeah. give Kiss anything less than 10 for 10. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I you might you might give this one like a 9.8 and a half because yeah. it, it's got strange ways on it or whatever. But yeah. I but mean, but look at this. I mean, how can you beat that? How can you beat that? I mean, look at it. <laughs> it's so freaking beautiful. There you go. Look, look. And on the backside. That's a 10 out of a 10 right there. There you go. There you go. There you go. That is hotter than hell. 
Oh yeah. From the Sons on Vinyl show. And uh, you know, you need you you need to get some merch, man. You need your oh, yeah. official Sons on Vinyl merch. And uh it's high quality stuff. And mm. you just gotta go make it happen. So you can yeah, you can show the world what your favorite podcast is. Yes. Right? Because yeah. We, we talk about bands like Kiss. We talk about bands like Black Sabbath and Dio. And and have we done Rainbow? I was going to say Rainbow. Because Rainbow was actually on your list. Yeah, it was. And I wanted to do that one, but we just did Black Sabbath and Ronnie. So I didn't want to yeah. do, although that might have been interesting. But yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. So go get and some I, merch, man. We got all yeah. kinds of stuff. We got pint glasses. We got shirts. We got coasters, Caps. high quality coasters. I mean, they're oh, yeah. they're a little on the pricey side, I will admit, and we're not making jack shit on profit on that, to be honest with you. But they're we, we I got some with the with the Booze Hound logo on them, and they're fucking tits, man. They really are. They're great. Nice. So go pick them up. They're gonna last. Nice. They're gonna last you a lifetime. Yeah. So so go make it happen. And then if you didn't want to buy online and you're in in the neighborhood of, of Mike's record store over there in, in, in Malmo, I'm not even going to mm. attempt to pronounce the street name or anything <laughs> like that because, mm -mm. but uh -uh. he's got merch over there too. So you can go pick it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and you can wear it out of the store even. Uh, yes. And if you, if you want to know where the store is, you can actually now go to Google maps and write in, Sounds on vinyl record store, and it will take you straight there. Fucking hell. Yes. And I will throw in a little tidbit for you right now. It's a bit of a surprise, maybe. I, I should have done, done it a long time ago. But since it's a kiss episode, and if you're listening, go in to the record store, find me there. And say, I listened to Kiss Hotter Than Hell episode. So give me 10% off. And you will get your 10% off in the record store. Damn. Yeah. You see? Right see? now. See? See? Just listening to this show, Pace. Listen to the Why show, you Just man? listen to it, man. Yes. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Sweet. Yes. All right. And with that, we'll leave you to go visit Mike at his record store or go listen to Kiss on your turntable. Oh, yeah. Or, I don't know, go to a Kiss concert if they're playing anywhere near you these days. I don't know what their this tour is. The they keep coming back and going away Mike and coming Spencer back. And and Phil Boyer. It's the end of the road tour, but the, the road, I don't think ever, it just keeps Booze circling Hound back music. around. Let's not go into that. We won't go into that. Oh, no, no. All right. All right. Well, All until right. next time. Videos Later. And Later. Extras. Visit soundsonvinyl.com. Thanks for listening. And for all your motherfucking support. <laughs>